So now that you've chosen the vanity, paint, and bathroom tile, you still can't decide on the faucet. Let the Home Depot make that easier by saving $10 on the sleek, modern Moen Genta faucet. Right now, it's only 89 bucks. How's that for easy choices? The Moen Genta faucet. Now, just 89 bucks during the winter kitchen and bath event at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Vowed through March 24th while supplies last. Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. I finally started watching Schitt's Creek, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm into it. It's not the funniest thing in the world, no. but you know, there's a lot of subtle funny. It, it's not laugh out loud funny, but I right. can't stop watching it. Right, because it's, it's like, a train wreck. It's and it's and and I say that in the in the nicest compliment possible. You're invested in these characters, right? Watching them act as train, train wrecks. wrecks. That's right. And it's sort of like you know it's coming, and you just can't turn your head away. So I'm into it. Right there, you go. And I just I like watching the um the the wife. How many different outfits? The wigs, the wigs, really, and then she has names for her wigs. It's ridiculous. And David and Stevie, that that connection there, that relationship yeah. is just bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's uh, funny. It's the one role where Eugene Levy is so trying to play it straight. Right, because if and you ever watched him in Second City, he did the craziest yeah, character. And it's so it's that's that's almost entertaining and it's like on like a subtle context. Right. It's like I can't not watch him be the straight guy. Right, like right. SCTV is like Bobby Bittman, he's like oh. Igor on Doctor Tongue's three D house of stewardesses. I mean, he's, look at look at what he did in American Pie. I mean, he right, was this right. like bumbling father, right? And in this one, he—it's well, he is a bumbling father in this one, isn't he? He is, but he plays it so straight. Johnny Rose and Chris Elliott. Looks, oh yeah, my goodness, looks so bizarre. <laughs> I, you know, the thing is, is I can't tell. Is that a fat suit or is it really? No, has he really I think let that's, I think go? that's Chris. You think he's let himself yeah. go? He yeah. doesn't care, right? Does he care? Yeah, I mean, he's probably got like boatloads of money. How would he have boatloads of money from the cabin boy? Groundhog Day gotta have residuals for that he's the cameraman wait, oh come on how much do you think he made for that that wasn't a lot think about that movie though it's okay. on every it is year a great he's movie. gotta get residuals for that do actors get that or don't they just get like mm -hmm. a flat sum no, no. not many of them no, there's only a few get percentages it depends it depends on whether or not they negotiate points. If they negotiate points or they or they right. take a lower cut for a taste of the back end. There's no chance Chris Elliott negotiated points. <laughs> no, but he could, he could have negotiated some back end deal where he took a lower cut That's true. to take the role. I'm just glad he's in it because he he's totally perfect in the role. Stevie and every time is, he picks up the phone and says rolling shits. Yes. And and the woman who plays Stevie, she is fascinating. Right. Because it really looks like she's not acting at all. You think that's her in real life. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, just really sarcastic. Yep, yep. Uh, very just straight. Have you gotten far enough yet for the Bob character and how he enters? No. Okay. 
you you watch the Bob character. He's kind of he's on the city council and he he runs like um, a garage. Oh no no I've seen I, okay, okay yeah yeah we're, we're, well I'm, he kind of dances in I, when I, he walks yeah. in all the time. It's kind of a shuffle, a Rat Pack shuffle. He does. Well, I I just finished the episode where obviously if nobody has watched this, we're completely off topic. But who right. cares? Where he. Uh, bor- or uh, Eugene Levy's character borrows a car to go collect unemployment, <laughs> and it breaks down. Yeah, and then he has to call Roland Shits to come in and deal with him. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Okay, All right. thank well, you. On that note, thanks for turning me on to that. It was a little poking and prodding, but it worked. Yes. So uh, we've got a couple things to discuss today. We've got Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, which is the Harry Potter sort of spinoff series. You're going to talk a little bit about uh, the first viewing of many, uh, Harry Potter 4K UHD, yep. which is the Order of the Phoenix, I believe, right? Order of the Phoenix. They they did they put out the last four in 4K UHD. So it's Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and the final Death, two-part. Deathly Hallows 1 and 2. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to talk uh, Patriot's Day, and then we'll break, in, we'll break into the box office. Yeah. We'll so, break into Song and Dance. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. First and foremost... Uh, I want to say that the Common Sense Media website, which is a website that deals with like how to appropriately determine the age that's acceptable to view this, says about 11. However, after screening it, I let my 8-year-old and 9-year-old watch it, and they loved it. And I didn't think that there was really anything wrong with it. Oh, that's good. Because yeah. I thought it was a little dark for it's them. It's a little dark, but then again, once you get further into the Harry Potter series, in some ways... Wow, the last... F- you know, the last, the last two, four. Yeah, they're dark. It starts going. They they've done Order of the Phoenix, and we've stopped because it does get perpetually darker, and it deals right. with kids. I mean, in this one, yeah, you've got some kids, but it's a pretty fun story. Right. The sequel's already in production. It comes out in November of 2018. Um, it stars uh, Eddie Redmayne or Edie Redmayne. I think it depends. Edie, <laughs> really? I think I don't know. This show is officially endorsed by endorsed by Norm Crosby. So. <laughs> Everything um, we mispronounce, it's in love and a loving tribute yeah. to Norm Crosby. Sure. Colin Farrell is in this. Uh, you have uh, Catherine Waterston, yeah. who plays Tina. And, and a spunky younger sister, Queenie, is Allison Sedol. Right. And then you have... Jacob Kowalski. Yes. Jacob who's Kowalski. the bumbling muggle. By Dan uh, Fogler. And I'm not familiar with Dan's work. I have seen Dan in some low-budget uh, films. So I have seen him before and was sort of surprised at his performance. It was very well done. He's good in this. He, he, the, the thing is, is that when you think of acting chops, you look at him and then you look a bit at um, Josh Gad. And yeah. a lot of ways, they're very similar in that they've had a lot of supporting actor roles and this is i mean it's more or less a starring role i know that they claim he's a supporting actor but he's makes up a oh, good he's there ch- the whole time he makes up a that's very the good quartet chunk. that's the, the quartet time. right um so this takes place in new york city in the 1950s 20s 20s sorry i don't know why i said 50s considering i watched it um and uh it surrounds a character named newt who gets off of a boat from the from london and he is a wizard and he carries he's, he's a magizoologist. Yes. And he carries around a briefcase full of fantastic beasts. It's like a game reserve in his suitcase. Yes. It's very cool. <laughs> it's really neat. It's very cool. And he uh, 
he loses his suitcase. Yeah. And uh, he loses some of the creatures. Loses some of the creatures. And he is uh, wanted for essentially what they believe is in- invoking chaos by releasing these creatures right. into New York City to try and uh, show the uh, muggles, or in this case, non-madge. the non-madge, uh, that the wizards magic world. and magics, magic, it, magic exists. exists. Right. Uh, Colin Farrell plays the uh, the villain, if you will. He's like an enforcer for the. Um, the Magical Society in the U.S. And, magical Congress of the United States. And you have The Flash. Boy, I never appearance. caught that. That never, was awesome. You never caught that? No. Oh, that's so... Anyway, he was so he was good. good. What is his character's name again? I always... I have no idea. I always get it wrong. Um, you would think I would know this, but my wife and I kept going back and forth, and we couldn't recall it either because it's one of those, one of those names. Um, and he plays a very integral role in the film, um, which we won't give away. Um, it is very Harry Potter-esque. I mean, you have newspapers that are uh, animated. Yep. You have wands, and you have... Um, my kids were saying how some of the spells that they were casting were the same from yep. Harry Potter. Goblins. Uh, goblins. Um, there was a fantastic scene, and I'm not giving anything away, in a speakeasy called The Blind Pig. Yes. With um, House elves. With with a um, grumpy gangster goblin who's yeah. voiced by Ron Perlman, and he was is, awesome. And he's not he's in it for maybe two minutes, right? But you know it's Ron Perlman right away. And it's motion captured Ron Perlman, absolutely. Yeah, and it's great. Uh, the beast or the the exotic animals that he has that he is protecting are amazing. Yep. Uh, I think overwhelmingly kids will be drawn to the little green stick figure that picks locks that, that sort of hides under his, um, the sleeve or under the sleeve of his jacket, of Newt's jacket. He's right. a big fan. Uh, they also will like the little creature. Bow truckle. Yes. They will, they will like the little the, creature that steals platypus, all the, the, all the sh- yes, all the shiny stuff. Right. I'm glad you've written some of this out because these characters, I cannot... I'm geeking a little bit, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I mean, it was. it's a very solid movie. And there's two points on the 4K I want to mention. First of all, the cinematographer does a great job of setting the tone in the 1920s New York and then the difference between that, which is a lot bluer, greener, grimmer, mm-hmm. and then much like the last four Potter movies. It's that same filter of of doom and then when you go into the suitcase it's kind of magical wizard of oz coloring you know mm-hmm. it's like really nice and, and it's it's pretty cool it's very warm and right and they jump through different uh you know like one scene it's like uh or one area is completely snow covered right and another area is the desert um it's the, great the the giant lightning bird the, th- the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird at the end is amazing. And that's what's great about the 4K. Able to see these creatures, they look really, really great. Yeah. And it's it's the digital transfers from the 4K master. Yeah. So there was a 4K master. There's no upscaling going on. This is the best. If you're going to go 4K UHD, this is one of the films you're going to want to buy immediately. And getting to look at these cool creatures is just amazing. And there's so many subtle things going on in this film that I think if you go back and you watch it a second or a third or a fourth Absolutely. time, Absolutely. you're going to pick up like, oh, oh, okay. Yep. Um, some, of the, some of the creatures are just, I mean, again, the, the animation on them 
and the and the the CGI around it is just mind blowing. How that, realistic? What's that primate like one? Um, the dummy guys. Yeah, it's got it can go invisible and predict the future. Yes. So to catch it, you have to not be thinking of what your next move is. Yeah, you just <laughs> have to is, do it. But it looks great, and they're very peaceful. Right. They're very peaceful, um, and they were very they they were very cool. Um, just in general, it was exactly what you would expect something from the world of Harry Potter to be. And J.K. Rowling did the screen, wrote the script, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they've got, I think you said, what, three more? Four more. Four more. So there's five of them total? Yeah. Jeez. And and if they if they keep that same creative combination of like David Yates directing and the same crew, it's like, it's like that Peter Jackson Jackson crew for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They get the same group together. These guys know their stuff, and they just lay out a great movie. And, I mean, it's he's the same director from how many of the last Potter films? Well, I know he did. He did the last... Order of Phoenix, I think he did. I think did he maybe did them all, three, all straight through Blood to the end. Prince, maybe, yeah. So, I mean, you've got somebody who's very experienced in this world. And J.K. trusts him. Yeah, is, and he's already, I think, on board for the next one, too. Oh, yeah. What so, about the extras? Uh, did you watch any of them? Yeah, I did. It's you know, it's sort of the typical plethora of great extras that you would get with a Harry Potter film, I think. Um, Anything that you didn't really, that didn't appeal to you? I mean, some of it, it was... was too sh- you know what? It was too short. And I'll explain to you why it was too short in a minute. You get about an hour 15, and it breaks up. You get 15 minutes with, like, David, with, with Yates and, and Rowling talking about the overview. And then they break it out by characters and, and creatures and designs of the film. It's all great. You get the best part of those extras is watching the four cast members right. sitting around in a discussion about how much fun they had making the movie. Yeah. That's fun, well, watching that. And also, they're sitting around in a room saying... We're a part of a Harry Potter franchise yeah, now. I can't believe Cha-ching! it. Yeah, yeah, Yay! they're all really happy. I would dance around for that, sure. It's like it's as close as you can get to being in a superhero film, right? Like a Star Wars franchise yeah. film. You're right? in it. Um, Fifteen minutes of deleted scenes too. Yeah, which, which eh. don't make or break. There's one with the Goldstein sisters that's worth watching. Yes, they sing, but they sing a little there's bit. There's not a lot. I mean, deleted scenes. It's always like I get what, but I mean. Right. You don't need to cut for time on Harry Potter. I mean, you can right. go as long as you want. The last versions of the Harry Potter films that were released were special editions, and all of them had picture-in-picture picture, um, commentary from some of the actors. Right. That's why I'm saying it could have been better, but it doesn't have to be better. It's but a it's, great film, it's also and it's got everything the, in the it. It's the start of a franchise, too. Right, so. and it's going to be a hit. Yeah. It's already a hit. Yeah, it's big. So... So I give this one a nice solid A. Oh, we're grading again. Do it. Absolutely an A. Absolutely. Solid. Get it for your kids. They will enjoy it. And all I'm going to say about the 4K UHD releases right now, the Harry Potter films, they did the last four first, which is a bummer because you would hope they do all four of them or do the first four first. But I'm guessing the first four are a lot harder because the technology back then and what they were shooting on. um, Could have been 35 millimeter. Yep. Or 70 millimeter. Yep. But Order of the Phoenix looks pretty amazing right now. We'll talk about it probably next week, but a lot of good stuff there. Great. Okay, when we come back, we will discuss Patriot's Day. Stick around. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. 
visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. What, what do you mean you can't sleep? I don't know. What's wrong? You can't you get have comfortable? Me, you have me up too late watching this damn movie. <laughs> you asked for it. I know. Uh, so this next movie. But you got your nap. I did get my You're nap much happier. Today. You got a nap today. I always get a nap. So you're going to go back and have another one before you go to sleep? Before The Walking Dead? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Series finale for the... Till it, next February. You know it's going to be a disappointment. You know it is because that's what they do. I know what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to get up to Negan's door, or Negan's going to get up to Alexandria's door, and, and then, then they're, they're going to cut. cut. They're going to cut to black. <laughs> yep. And it's going to the rage online that's going to be right, from that. Right. They just need to get into it and get over with it, and then make. And you know what it needs to be the cliffhanger is 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 Rick or Negan dead. Right. Right. They both go at each other. And there's and it, a cut. As soon as they do it, that yeah, they can, yeah, that would be great. Okay, so Patriots Day is our next uh, 4K yes. Blu-ray review, uh, starring Mark Wahlberg as Tommy Saunders. Uh, in this, you have John Goodman, who is the commissioner, police commissioner, Ed Davis. Yes. Uh, you have Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, who is the head of the FBI investigation. Yep. You have J.K. Simmons. Uh, you have, you have two of America's treasures right yes, there in one right. film. Who's the Watertown police, police sergeant? sergeant. Uh, and Jimmy O. Yang as the carjacked driver, it, who was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, I loved him. He was great. <laughs> uh, so this movie uh, reenacts the uh, Boston Marathon bombing of 2013, right? Uh, and it uh, shows uh, from a few hours before the bombing to the subsequent bombing, to out to 100 hours post-bombing when they uh, when they take into custody the uh, younger brother. Right, the uh, uh, Thestrunk brothers, the... It's, yeah, the, I can't pronounce their names. <laughs> These guys are idiots, by the way. Not the actors, but the brothers themselves. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a serious lack of planning with these two. So this is a hard R. Yes. Uh, it's about as hard as you can get. Uh, there is, and I'm not making light of any of this. This was ridiculous. It was terrible. I'm really sorry it happened. Lots of people were affected by this. Yeah, but the film's pretty great. The film is amazing, and in the same token, it sucks watching it because, right. oh my goodness, it is. Pain- you can't believe it happened. It is. Right? It is gut. It is. It just tears at your inside the, how these people were affected right when you have the father on the ground and his kids faces bloodied in the stroller and you can't believe it doesn't happen more yeah because I mean, this was not a couple of brainiacs here pulling off and and it's and it's so amazing just how quickly right they identify these two guys right and it really comes down to the i i forget his real name but the um the the Asian young man who has the Mercedes, who Dunmeng, yes, who is carjacked and held hostage in the car, and he escapes. Right, and it really it's it's because of his sort of he ma- remembers amazing like gravitas. He to remembers do this. his G, is it a GPS. He number remembers or? his GPS number, and 
he escapes and gets and calls the police, and that's how they really were able to find the brothers. The shootout uh, in Watertown, in Watertown right. is unbelievable. I don't. I guess I don't remember the amount of pipe bombs that were thrown at these police officers. Right. But that is shot so well and so realistic. J.K. Simmons, who is the police sergeant, inevitably takes the brother out. The you older almost brother. can't believe that happened. No. Because he's, it he's, was so it, it's like it's film like, it's like a Bugs Bunny movie. A Bugs Bunny and uh you know, where he's hiding behind a barrel and they keep popping up and they're standing within two inches of each other and they and can't they hit can't each other. Hit, right. And the, the kid, the older brother, he he shoots and shoots and misses and misses and the police sergeant just keeps making contact and keeps hitting him and, and then, then and takes then him down. the younger brother runs him over with the Mercedes which yeah we're not giving anything away in the plot I mean, here I mean most it was people well know, reported yes, most people know this but it, it is it is done well and what I think Peter Berg did such a beautiful job who directed this film he directed Event Horizon not Event Horizon Deepwater Deep Deep Horizon and also Lone Survivor right uh, which Deepwater Horizon I love I think that was a great movie yeah. um but again, he does something that Mel Gibson did with Hacksaw Ridge. He immediately cuts into these people who you think are not a part. They're not real life characters, only to find out they are. Right. And he shows them and he shows some of them going back and running the marathon or some of them overcoming the tribulations of losing limbs. Right. In the case of a couple who is highlighted in the film, uh, they both are essentially blown apart and they're in separate hospitals and they don't know where they are and they come together and they have real life pictures of that. Uh, the, the young man with his, uh, his younger child in the stroller, they show the young boy being carried off by police, which they had reenacted. They show him with his son. I mean, that's almost where it's a kick in the gut because it's just like, Oh, they didn't try to Hollywood eyes this premise the only character that's really not a part of this is Mark Wahlberg's character. He right. did, he's not. He's a compilation. Yeah, he's a mixture of a bunch of characters. But everyone else, they interview the real police chief. They interview the real mayor. They interview the real governor. And it's and you know they sh- they showcase the Boston Red Sox game afterward, where they highlight it and they use that real footage. Mm-hmm. They interspliced a lot of real footage as well in throughout the film as it was right. happening. Um, it was very well done, and and I'm not really a big fan. Like when Flight or United ninety three came out, and all those nine eleven movies came out, the the Oliver Stone films. Yeah, I didn't see any of them. I couldn't deal with it. Right. And this one, uh, was, I think the difference was is this was such a celebration of the community spirit, the community spirit, and the and the ability and the city, right to pull together as a community to hunt these guys down. Right. Um, and it is. It is rough to watch. It is very hard to relive this experience. Um, and it's very realistic. It's a beautifully done film, very well acted. Um, again, you have great source material. Um, the Blu-ray looked fantastic. Um, again, it's not, it's not for kids at all. This is, this, this is an adults-only viewing. But uh, highly, highly recommend this film. Again... Right up there with Deepwater Horizon, right up there with Hacksaw Ridge in terms of the realism. Right. Um, just a great job. Yep. 4K UHD highlights the city of Boston a lot. 
which is really great. Yeah. You get to see all this. It's like a travelogue a bit. And, of course, watching the firefight in 4K UHD is almost sickening. Watching this and realizing it's real and this is what actually happened. And it is really visually stunning in that aspect. And the one thing that I think made, and it was so subtle, but it was so realistic, is when they cleared out all the local police and brought in the FBI. And on the roof, there was one local Boston PD woman. And she's like, I live here you're not getting me to leave. Right, I'm not moving. And it's like, that's the kind of stubbornness and spirit that they have. And that was just, it's again, it was so subtle, but you're like, that's exactly what I would have expected. And all the featurettes are on the 4K UHD, which is nice for me. Did you watch any of them? It's Yeah, and it's a pretty tight movie anyway, so I'm not surprised that they would have been able to fit them on there. Uh, 90 minutes worth of featurettes, which really focus on the real people in the Boston Marathon bombing, yeah. which is what I would hope they did. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, the act and the, the best part about those featurettes, and I wish there were much more, is the actor and the, his real-life counterpart are on screen talking to each other in interviews. That happens with John Goodman and the uh, Commissioner Davis. It happens with uh, Mr. Yang and the uh, Mr. Meng, the car track jack driver which is just these guys are just talking to each other i wish they had gotten jk simmons and and his counterpart jeffrey uh i'm gonna butcher his name puglius uh to uh to be on screen together and just talk but there's plenty of of all of these guys talking about the event and and um how it happened how it laid out and how they were striving for you know ultimate realism in it and it's weird because this is like a, it's like one of these hybrids where it's kind of like a cross between a documentary and right. and a and an action movie, you right. know, like a drama. Um, so I mean, I I really enjoyed this. Again, this I think is a week of A's for me because this is right up there. It was just very well done. Yes, this was a big week for me watching movies. Yeah, they were. I've seen great stuff. Great stuff. And I am I am very happy with what I've seen. Right. Oh, but it was, it really was, it was so sad at some point. Yeah. Oh, it was rough. Um, especially that, uh, officer who stood by the yeah. eight year old yeah. and then saluted him. I wonder right. how, they didn't really say how long he stood there, but it was hours. I'm sure as long as it took. And I don't think that was ever really highlighted much. Right. So beautifully done. So what do we want to do when we come back? Want to do box office real I quick? Don't know, but I watched Rogue One. I watched Rogue One. I don't have to talk about it because we reviewed it exhaustively, but oh my goodness. Is it 4K? It's not. Disney's still not on board. Okay? Uh, That's like the biggest eye roll ever. But the weird thing is I looked up the specs and it was shot. It was brought to a 4K master, so they could have. You know what Disney's going to do. They're they're going to have to re-release everything. 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 It'll be like... Uh, episodes Cinderella. four, five, and six, and right. seven, and then Rogue One, and then maybe yeah. they'll do the one, two, and three. Yep. Anyway, I'll, we can talk about that next week. All right, when we come back, we'll do the box office real quick, and we'll close this one out. Thank you. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com and support the next evolution in news. Okay, let's do the numbers. I cannot believe number one at the box office 
That's disappointing. Boss baby. I do not need Alec Baldwin's head getting any bigger. It's already fairly large yeah. in general. And now he's got a hit. <laughs> and it was really poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think it had something like a, I don't know, let's, I don't I can't recall, but it I feel like it was like in the 40s. Barely beat yeah. Beauty and the Beast. 49%. Barely beat Beauty and the Beast, but you know when they... When they these are forecasted numbers, so when they actually come in, it'll probably just creep above fifty. Right. So yes, Beauty and the Beast after two strong weeks, uh, still strong. I mean, barely beat by like um, two million dollars. Right. So still monster numbers. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, not surprising. Kind of tanked. Bomb. Was that million. is twenty million a bomb? For the ba- these days? for the budget, think about the CGI budget alone on that thing. Right. Um. What, and I think so. What happens uh, if you look at the overseas numbers, though? Because these are all domestic, right? So I'd be curious to know what the box office is overseas. Does it have a foreign yet? Foreign is at forty. Ouch! So worldwide fifty-nine. Is it wide? It's wide, right? Yeah. I think part of the problem was the whitewashing stuff. Yeah, if you're in Japan. Wouldn't you expect that you would see a Japanese actress play yeah. this? And if you're someone yeah. who's been hooked into the original? Yep. Absolutely. I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. Definitely not surprised. Power Rangers, that was kind of a big fall to number four. Were they, what, number one last week or something? How long has it been no, out? No, they haven't been number one. Okay. Um, but there's... 97 million worldwide. I mean, they've already made their money. No, because their budget's a hundred million. Oh, you're kidding! Why would you make a hundred million dollar Power Rangers film? Do you know what kids were settling for back in when it was in its peak? There was nothing going on in that show. Mark my words now, Captain Underpants in its opening it's weekend explode. Will crush Power Rangers. Underpants will explode. Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to know that about that. For what it's worth. Oh man, Kong Skull Island. Uh, I think it's at what? Is it one? a hit? It's one fifty. 477 worldwide. But, it's a hit. But the budget was 185. So, yeah, they've made their money back. They made back. their money back. Probably barely. And then Logan. One of your national treasures is in that movie. So I know. Right. John Goodman. Logan, Logan, Lo- 585. Yeah, with a $97 million budget. With an run. R rating, home run. Home run. I, I noticed that Rogue One has now made a billion dollars, which is just crazy. But it's still not as rich. Oh, I'll rich. tell you something about Rogue One that's bugging me. Okay. They've, there's a rumor or, or whatever. There's reports that the two main characters are coming back for a sequel. A prequel? Jin and Cassian. A prequel? I don't know. They didn't say that. How's that? I don't know. I'm assuming everyone's seen the movie at okay. this point. Are Spoiler we alert. Anything? They're nuked. They're dead. Right. They die. Death Star takes them out. They, th- they die. I would be so disappointed if they do a continuation oh, and somehow they were, somehow in, a, they they were like, in a bomb shelter. They're running and or, they like fall underground. Right. <sighs> that would it kill it. It has to be a prequel. I hope so. That would, that would just As kill As in it like me. another Rogue One movie? Or are they know. just going to appear somewhere else in the universe? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Yikes. that bummed me out. Yikes. Where did you read well, that? Said, I don't know. Online. You know what else I read online? What? Ivan Reitman. Uh-oh. He's thinking about it? He's he is not ruling out another another movie. Oh, good. Another F-rated movie? No. 
Uh oh. He won't he won't say here's the interesting thing. He apparently got into it with Paul Feig and he was not they did not see eye to eye. Right. And but he felt it was his obligation to let him make his movie and tell his story. So apparently Reitman, who is now the chairman of the board of Ghost Corps, who right. runs all these things, there is a there is an animated movie coming out, I think in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. That is confirmed. And he said, and he wouldn't rule out additional live action movies, but reading the writing on the wall, Feig wouldn't have anything to do with it. He just seemed very unhappy with him. And it always come back to the Ghostbusters with you, doesn't it? No matter what we talk about, we always come back to the Ghostbusters, which we, is fine. Yeah. So. Dead air. Yeah. Best. I'm. I'm you Todd know, Stoll. Warmest regards. Best wishes. I'm Todd Stowell. One of us is Todd Stowell. And I'm you jo- guess who? I'm Joe Zadkowski It's usually the guy week. butchering the name. I'm Joe Zadkowski this week okay. since I butchered Fair names. Fair enough. Eddie Redmayne. We love you, Norm. Edie Redmayne. Edie Redmayne? <laughs> like I don't an know. ice cream? I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs>